This is Bunny Michael, and you're listening to Exo Higher Self Advice and Healing, the podcast where you ask me for advice and I help get you to the place within yourself where you already have the answer. The truth is, we all have a deep wisdom inside of us that's not easy to access in a world of trauma, chaos, and biased conditioning. Connecting with your higher self is the process of peeling back those layers to recognize you've always been enough and you deserve so much more than you realize. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. How's it going? How you feeling? What you doing? I am sitting at my house trying to record this podcast. I've had to stop and start multiple times because my dog is making a lot of noise (laughs) and I'm trying to be really patient. It's like, of course, he's a dog. He makes noise. Um, So hopefully I can get through this one. I've recently decided to move my office space to a home office space. So there's going to be a little bit of adjustment in my workflow, but that's okay. You know, we do what we have to do, right? And our pets making noise because they're animals and they love us is not the worst problem to have. All right. So today's episode is about climate change and our relationship to it and how to not feel so overwhelmed and disempowered and how to deal with these really difficult feelings around this existential threat. And I'm so glad that the listener sent in this question because I often think about this and I know a lot of you do too. How do we sustain ourselves in this difficult environment in in this world that is really, really struggling. All right, so let's get to the question. Hi, Bunny. Your podcast is an integral part of who I am and has been essential to my healing journey so far. You make such a positive impact in the world, and I hope you always know that. I'm writing today to talk about climate change. I've recently had a spell of existential dread regarding the climate crisis after watching a really amazing documentary called We Are Guardians about the defenders of the Amazon. I really recommend this documentary as it asks us to question how we can be guardians ourselves. Still, as good documentaries do, it had me panicked about how I'm not doing enough. I was in this space where I felt like nothing I've ever done or could do would ever be enough and that I don't have time to figure it out given the urgency of the problem. Moreover, as a white settler with many degrees of privilege, I was feeling trapped in the harm I and my lineage have contributed to this emergency. It was pretty paralyzing when kind-hearted people in my life tried to reassure me that I'm doing my best what I'm doing is having an impact or that I needed to be kinder to myself. It made it worse. I'm actually grateful for those intense feelings because they spurred me to contact many organizations and get involved by volunteering in my community. My mood has balanced out and I'm feeling more optimistic about my place in all this, but I need some guidance on how to balance those very helpful and real feelings of dread and anxiety with the higher self-acceptance and feeling of being good enough. My question is this, how do you recommend balancing that acceptance of oneself and where we're at 
with the need to solve this problem as quickly as possible. I'd love to balance these parts better so that I can have a more sustainable and positive impact on this movement. Thank you for everything that you are. Tell your higher self, hey, and thanks from me. Hi, love. I totally understand this feeling. Climate change is so overwhelming and just so heartbreaking. How do we hold on to hope or possibly feel like we're doing enough? How do we balance a sense of urgency with also acknowledging we need to be kind to ourselves? The thing is, there are problems in this world that we cannot solve on our own. And this idea of doing enough becomes completely arbitrary when the problems go so far beyond the individual, when they are systemic. So when you ask me, how can I know I'm doing enough? The answer is no one person could do enough because this isn't a one person job. We all have a role to play in the awakening of love and the healing of our planet. Our role is based on our gifts, our talents, our passions, and our experiences. But what is so, so important is to remember that we can turn even this into another way of not feeling good enough. Our learned hierarchical beliefs are so sneaky sometimes. They show up in places where we wouldn't think they would, like judging ourselves for not being spiritual enough or not being healed enough or not doing enough to solve solve the climate crisis. We have to be so vigilant because shame is not a sustainable tool for self-improvement. Love is. Shame is not a sustainable tool to have collective healing either love is. I understand how anger and guilt and shame can be catalysts to awakening to an issue. What is that Gloria Steinem quote that the truth shall set you free, but first it will piss you off? That is so true because yes, anger, yes, all of that stuff, anxiety, yes, all of those feelings that this documentary put in you. I'm glad that it created those feelings in you. But what is so key to this journey is not staying there. Loving yourself as a person who is taking the role and helping to heal collectively means giving yourself compassion tenderness, self-care, encouragement, kindness, boundaries, and a healthy detachment to the outcome. Those are your most effective tools to doing what you're passionate about. Let's say, for example, you're a mom and you care about your child so much, right? You're raising a child. You love them so much. You care about them so much. All you want to do is protect them. You want to work hard so that they have the best of everything, the best opportunities, the best school. You want to prepare them for all of life's challenges. And there's just so much you want to do that you never feel like you're doing enough. But the thing is, there is no such thing as doing enough when it comes to raising a child because you only have control over so much. 
you can't shield them from all of the harm that could come their way or make sure they grow up to be the best versions of themselves. You don't have control. The best thing you can do is to show up with love, but you can't do that because you're too busy thinking about how you're not doing enough, aka you're not good enough. Do you see how insidious our LHBs are, this idea of not being good enough, the belief in the illusion of the hierarchy. You can turn something that is about love, about giving into a measurement of your self-worth. And what it actually does is paralyze you. If we're trying to create a world that is more loving, guess what? In order to do that, the most important thing is to be in love's consciousness is to treat yourself with love is to see love is to let love be that guiding light and that empowerment we cannot recreate shame and guilt and pain and expect it to automatically generate the healing right there's steps to this process Now you might say, okay, well, the climate crisis is much bigger stakes than raising one human being, right? But I challenge you to ask any parent what could be higher stakes than raising their own child, right? Than raising a life. That is like highest stakes for them. Right now, we don't have all the answers to the world's problems, But I promise you self-acceptance, self-love, the realization that you're worthy and so is everyone else, that we're connected through that love is the fuel to get closer to that healing every single day. There is nothing you can do about the mistakes that your ancestors made, nor should you feel like something you could do now could undo that past harm, that past harm. Don't make the mistake to think that If you just did more and more and more, you could make up for the harm that was created. That's not your responsibility. All that matters now is you moving forward, taking up your role with love as your power. Let it be your guide. Shame and guilt eventually lead to complacency. Truthfully. Shame, anger, and guilt eventually lead to complacency because what you're doing is you're disempowering yourself and you're disempowering other people. Love and compassion and understanding are the only sustainable ways to healing. We cannot do it the same way we've always done it and expect different results. The healing of our planet, whether it's climate change or any of the unnecessary suffering of life can only be healed by really valuing life, all forms of life, and respecting that through love. We're all part of creation. So I get it that it made you angry that your friends and stuff were like, you need to be really kind to yourself through this process. But the thing is, it's true. What they're telling you is true. And they're telling you that because they can see that this anger and and this painful place that you're in 
over time is not going to actually solve the problem. It's understandable, absolutely. Anger is such a valuable thing to wake us up, but we cannot stay that stay there. You know, when I think about what I want to do in terms of my work and helping people, what I always have to remember is that it really starts from within. It really starts with people feeling worthy enough to make changes. And so I like to really focus on that. I see my role as trying to talk about the inherent worth of all people by connecting, helping them connect to their higher self. That's how I see my role. But other people's role could be totally different. It could be just being that loving parent that raises a child. It could be teaching. It could be making films. It could be creating community or raising funds. I mean, there's so many ways that we can use our effort, but we also have to know that, yes, we are here to do that, but that's not the complete story of our experience. And so we have to stay connected to our wholeness, our joy, and our peace. I'm really, really happy for you that you are having all of these feelings and feeling inspired and continuing to help. So important. The world needs you absolutely. But just remember to really value yourself too. You know, take that love that you want to shine out and make sure you're shining it inside as well. Okay, babe, take care. I love love so much because it really is about shifting your consciousness and all it really takes is somebody to remind you, like to remind you of love, that love is our empowerment, that love really is a state of awareness, that it is the most empowering place for you to be. And from that connection, we make choices. From that awareness, we take a step forward and all we have to do is kind of remember to ground ourselves in that truth every day and I often say in the morning is best but any any time really to remember hey my higher self is the acknowledgement that I am love that I can shift my consciousness to see my value and the value of all living beings. And that from that place, the world is so much more joyful and beautiful and hopeful. I'm sending you so much love and so is your higher self. I'll see you next time. Bye.